connection to the promise uh, that Hashem gave to Avram, to your children I will give this country, this land, meaning that Israel, the Medrash says, when Avram was walking through Aram Narayim and other places, he saw them eating and drinking and celebrating. Omar, and he said, May it be the will of Hashem that I should not have any share in this, in this country. The Kivin Shigil Usul Mashal when he arrived at the uh, at the ladder of Tzur, in other words, the area of Etzisro, he saw them busy with plowing the field and hoeing the field, tending to the fields. Omar, he said, May it be the will of Hashem that I should have a share in this land. Hashem responded, To your children I will give this Land. Since the Medish connects Hashem's assurance to Avram that he would give the Yidden this land as Israel, the Medish connects it with this, connects it to the desire that Avram Avinu had. That was a, a wish that he expressed himself. That he would like his children to have a share in this land. What led him to express this wish that he wants a part of this land? It was connected to the work that they were doing, that the people, the inhabitants of that land were doing on on the earth, on the ground. Is the fun verstandig? So from this we understand as the milo von zeiras askes bemalacha is given the siba that they, the fact that they were busy doing that work, that quality is what Avram saw, and that was the reason Nishnot to Avraman, Avram's Ratzon to the land, not only for Avram's wish to have that land, but also that Hashem actually gave it to the children of Avram. So in other words, it's not just a, a, a wish that Avram expressed, but Hashem had something else in mind. That is the reason why Hashem, it's connected to that also, why Hashem gave the land to the Yidin. So the question needs to be asked. This that Avraham Avinu said, that I wish I had a part in this, a share in this land. So this also has the meaning that he wanted to be part of those people that were living there. Because as he expressed, that it's the people of the land which are busy doing important stuff, not just the partying, they're doing important stuff. So he wants to be part of this community. So in other words, he wanted to be part of the community. Is moving, so it's understood. Avram had given Avinu wanted to be live amongst people that were behaving in a way that was appropriate for people. Rather than amongst people that just uh, party away all the time. 
but then when Hashem says I will give your children this land that means that what Hashem planned to do was to give it exclusively to the Yidin not that they would be part of a society which as Avram saw were people that were behaving properly so they were going to live there alone by inheritance Hashem bequeathed it to the Yidin and that they would conquer it and what's the connection between owning a land exclusively and the fact that the previous owners were people that behaved properly how does that help what does that do for the people that are living there later after these original inhabitants were or left or, or banished and even more so the people in the time of Avram, hundreds of years earlier, worked and, uh, and plowed and uh, planted and did the right thing. And therefore, 400 years later, or more, when the Yidin uh, arrived in Eretz Yisrael and took it over, they are, want to have it, it should be theirs, because 400 years earlier there were people that behaved properly there. What does that, what does that have to do with becoming the new owners there? Base. It would seem that one could answer as the that the fact that the people that live there behave this way, this indicates that, that this land, this country, for some reason has the ability to engender that kind of behavior, proper behavior. As our sages tell us, there are countries which support or uh, give rise to such people, and then there are other countries which give rise to other kinds of people. So we see that the country itself has the ability to create, give rise to a certain type of behavior. That's, so it speaks to the importance of the country, to the qualities of the country itself. And that might answer it. But we have to understand. Our sages do tell us, um, and so on, that the the behavior of the Knanim was the most corrupt of all the nations. And the place where the Yidn settled, that was the most corrupt of all places. So since, in a general sense, the behavior of the Knanim that lived in that country were more corrupt than all other nations, even more than the people that in Aram Naraim, which, which is where Avram saw the behavior which he rejected, and the people of Knanim were even worse than them. So how could one say that this one quality that the people of Canaan that lived in Canaan even though they were corrupt people but they did have this one quality that they were busy doing work in the fields and pruning and uh, hoeing and so on tending to the fields so that one quality in Dugmasa the Einzgetchuna and if you want to say that it's something which is comes from, gives rise from the country itself, so this one 
detail that comes from the country giving rise to that behavior, but it also did gave rise to other kinds of behavior. So Iber Vegn, so this one detail should outweigh Allah under Chasrenus all the other um all those other things which are the opposite of qualities. There were so many things about the country which were go against the uh, good qualities. So why, how is it that this one quality should outweigh all that? There's a slip them is dafgazi on Erez versus Roy Fayidin that we should say that because of this one quality, this is the place that is the proper place for Yidin. Gimel, that vegn the chshivas from Malacha in regards as a as to the importance and the quality of work, the work ethic, Sogn Chazal, our sages tell us, Amar Rabbelezer, said, Kol Adam Omel Nivra, every person was created in order to do, to toil, to do hard work. Shanemar, as it says in the Pasuk, Adam Omel Yulad, the Pasuk says clearly, a person was created, was born for the purpose of working hard. So we don't know if he was created for the hard work of the mouth, or for the hard work of literal work. So when the Pasuk says, that he has saddled his mouth, he has placed a saddle on his mouth, meaning to say that the mouth has to be corralled into saying the right thing. So from here we see that the meaning of he was born for hard work is for the the speaking that a person does. I still don't know if it means for the hard work of studying Torah with the mouth or speaking other matters with the mouth. Where the pasuk says the. Uh, the, this Sefer Torah shall not move from your mouth so we see that the work of which we speak for which a person was created is the work of learning of studying Torah so we have to understand about this how could it be even the possibility that one would think that a person is created for the purpose of work rather than studying Torah. What kind of quality is there to working hard? To toiling? That we should say that the whole purpose of a person's creation was for the purpose of working hard. What kind of a quality is that that a person should be created for that alone? The same can also be asked about the second question. As the Adam is Bashafing that a person is created to speak to for the purpose of speaking. Not Torah, but other words, other kinds of words. Especially according to what the Rambam says at length. As that most of what a person speaks are negative things. So how could one think that the reason why a person was created was to exercise speech, which most of it is meaningless. That also, what kind of a question is that? Of course it's about Torah. Why would the Medrash ask 
have the idea that a person was born to work hard by lugging rocks or to work hard by speaking meaningless talk. The question becomes even greater. According to what we know, that even a question that is posed in Torah, which ultimately is rejected, answered and rejected, uh, in other words, the initial thought, like in this case, maybe it's about toil. Even that's Torah, the question which is ultimately rejected. How do we know that it's also din, As we know from the halacha, that when somebody is studying the question that the Torah asks, or the initial idea, the initial thought which ultimately got rejected, when he studies only that without learn, uh, getting to the quest answer or to the final word on the matter he must also say the brachas of Torah you wouldn't say that you only say the brachas if you learn the final uh, I, the final answer on the matter even the question you have to learn is also Torah and therefore you have to make a bracha so therefore even the kosal kadaitach which means the initial thought which ultimately got rejected is also part of Torah so therefore this too is Torah the idea that maybe a person was created just for the sake of toiling hard by doing physical work is a part of Torah in other words there is some truth to it more so in the bracha zokter on Torah in the bracha that we make on when we're going to study this kasalka daitach or this question, we call the teirasai his teirah, which is, and we say teiras emes, truth, the teirah of truth. Thus, heis as in the kasha kasalka daitach, which means that even in this question or this ultimately ultimately rejected thesis. There must be something, at least one detail of it, or some part of it, which is true, has absolute truth. But the reason that it's rejected here is because, although it's true in a general sense or in a certain sense, in this context it doesn't fit, but it does have a certain truth. So therefore, we understand in our case as well that that this quality, which one can find in the toiling hard at work or toiling hard at speaking, which is the reason why one could at least entertain the idea that this would be the purpose of creation of man. That, that idea, that truth, which is why the Gemara or the Medish initially thought that this could be the reason why a person was created, although in the end the Medish ends up elsewhere, but it didn't reject the initial idea of why it thought that this might be the purpose of man. It just concluded that this isn't the ultimate purpose of man, but the truth that is found in that idea that there is a quality in hard work or the hard work of speaking 
ultimately is true, remains, and is not rejected by the Medish. The only thing he's saying is, the Chazal ultimately say is that that is not enough of a truth to say that this was the ultimate reason why a person was created. But there is a certain quality to hard work and even hard work of speech. In Anderevetter, in other words, the Seder in Yonah from Shagavatari in Gemara, this is a Gemara, not a Medish, that the the uh, the way the discussion goes in develops in the Gemara, the the first thought that the person was created for the purpose of work toil, the the second uh, thought that he was created for the purpose of speech. And then the final word on the matter, as that he was really created for the purpose of learning Torah, which is learned from the pasuk that a person should always be learning Torah. So every part, every part of this discussion, that it's possible that it's about toil, hard work. It's possible it's about the working on in speech. And then the final word on the matter is that it's about Torah. Each one of them is true in a certain sense. There is a certain truth to it, only it's not the final word on the matter. In order that a person should be able to, so therefore all of them are true in what sense? In order for a person to be able to reach the ultimate purpose of his creation, which is La Mal Torah Nivra which is for the purpose of learning Torah, first you have to go through step one, which is to work hard at whatever it is that you do the job. And there's a second step, which is going through the, the toil of speech. Then, when he connects these two hard, uh, toils that he did in work and in speech, connects them now with study of Torah that's when he reaches the ultimate purpose of, cre- of his creation in other words to say that the hard work is truly part of the mission of man and the uh, hard work at speaking is also part of the uh, purpose of the creation of man only when you connect it to Amal Torah then it reaches the ultimate, the apex that is the ultimate purpose of creation. So what does it mean? First we have to explain what is, the, what is such a great quality about hard work altogether. That we say that the Pasuk says that the purpose of the creation of, a man, of man is for hard work, what's so unique? What's so special about hard work? As the pasuk says, because it would seem, since Hashem is the essence of good, and it's in the nature of one who is good to want to do good for others. Fabos had eingestellt the Then why did Hashem? Or, um, create the, the world in such a way as the men why did they wish to create the world in such a way that a person needs has to work hard 
Why should he have to work hard? Isn't Hashem good and doesn't he want to do good for people and therefore they should be able to live an easy life? Why do they have to work hard? And you can say that the answer to this is that the reason for this is because it's in the nature of people that they enjoy something that they worked hard for more than they enjoy something that they didn't work for. As we see from our sages who said, that a person would prefer to have a small amount of something that belongs to you, in other words, that you earned yourself, rather than have nine times as much, but it's something that somebody else gave you. You didn't earn it on your own. So we see that there is a certain enjoyment that a person has from having even a small amount, but something that they earned on their own. So maybe this is the reason that Hashem created the world in such a way that a person should have to work hard in order to be able to achieve things because then they enjoy it so much more. So it's out of the goodness of Hashem that He did it. Why can't you answer that? Because this nature in itself, that a person enjoys that which he worked hard to achieve more than what he got easily, that in itself is Why does that have to be the nature of man? in mention. It's not that this is has to be that way. It's that Hashem implanted that nature into man. Is the question comes back? The original question comes back. Why did Abish to create a person with that nature? That he enjoys things more or only those things which he gets through working and achieving them. In Yonitzar, which are things which are difficult and they cause pain, have to work hard, it's painful. Why didn't they able to create a person with the nature that we enjoy what we get for free, what we get easily, more than the, one, the things that we have to work hard for? And then he could have given us everything freely, without any hard work. So why isn't that the nature of the world? or the nature of man. The beard in them, and the explanation, the answer to that is, is what is the true nature of good? As the men, so the grech and nishno, the hechste shleimus, was is da, in geder and evroim, that when a person is able to achieve, not only the highest level of what creation has to offer, nor oich amadrege was is, was is, but rather when a person reaches a level where he becomes he escapes the limitations of creation and he becomes similar to the creator as our sages tell us when a person becomes a partner with Hashem in the creation itself which means he's not just operating within the parameters of creation but he becomes similar to the creator he accomplishes something which is outside creation and therefore can be called a partner with Hashem that's what you truly enjoy that's why Hashem 
created the world with this nature as the menzol zainabader finition that a person should not get everything that he needs it's readily available but that you have to achieve those things which you want with difficulty sometimes so that through this he can lift himself up not only that he is the ultimate of somebody that can receive from creation that's what you would be if you receive everything and you could do that to a perfect state I will be the best receiver possible but that's not what a person would enjoy the Shlemus Nivra, that would be reaching the ultimate of a created being, which receives everything from the Creator. But rather, what did Hashem create? What does a person look for in their But a person also wants to the Madrega from He wants to be the one that gives, not the one that receives. He wants to be similar to the Creator who gives everything, and a person also wants to reach that level, not to be a receiver, but to be a giver as well. Is similar to his creator. And that can only be achieved by a person working hard and creating himself, creating things which he doesn't receive. If the only thing you receive, then that's what uh, the only thing you get is what you receive, so then you're limited to a created being. If you can also do things that you achieve to be able to give, to do do things, get things which are not given to you, but which you have to create in order to receive, then you become the creator. That's a much higher, that's a greater enjoyment. You're no longer a part of creation, you are the one that brings about creation. Undaz Gufa is the Tam, and that is the reason for this nature that Hashem implanted into to, to man. As a man, that a person doesn't really enjoy things that he received without any effort. He is embarrassed by things that he received without any um, work on, uh, of his own. As, the, as it's called in the, in the Gemara, it is bread of shame. That's what the Gemara calls bread of shame, something that you receive without any, without achieving it on your own. While in them, in them Adam is mutba, because a person has implanted within them, as in tafkid and shlemis is, is to zayin because a person has it implanted in their psyche that they don't want to be only a receiver, nor but also somebody who gives, who achieves who creates similar to the creator hey the myth is moving now we can understand why the first initial thought of the Gemara was that a person was created for the sake for the purpose of achieving through work Vibald as the Malafuna Mal is does was Dordan Veda Adam Darhibn Sudam Dagafamashpia Nibbaire. Since as we said, the quality of hard work is because through that you rise to the level of the creator rather than the created being, to the Mashpia rather than to the Makabal. Ashutavagos Barhubamai Sabarash, through this you become a partner with Hashem in creation. 
is mistabe. Therefore, it's quite logical to say, as the Omel Dav Zayim Be'ike Nishan in Yonavos Zaynashayich Oich Tzeem in Zayim Adrege. So therefore, it's logical to say that this quality of being a mashpia is not only a matters of speech in which the human is separate from creation. But nor in zacham v'zayin durzei is there mashpia imaisabereishes, but also in such matters in which he becomes the creator, the mashpia, the giver in anywhere and other areas of creation. Not only those which are exclusive to, human, to the human, which is speech, but any work, any work in which he becomes a mashpia, a contributor to the creation, that is the purpose of, cre- of his being created. All the other elements of the creation of the world, that's where he wants to be a mashpia. And then he becomes a partner in all of creation by contributing to in all areas of creation, not just in speech. The fad is the That's why the first, I, the first thought of the Gemara was as Adam that the Pasuk that says a person was created for the sake of hard work. doesn't mean. <coughs> hard work in speech, which is exclusive to the human, other amaltaira or even certainly not amaltaira, but zayir inin is nisht in velt zachn or as main tamamalacha because speech and certainly taira is not contributing to the creation, to the to the rest of the world's creation. But so therefore, that's what the Gemara thinks. Amal malacha, you want to be a contributor to the whole to the whole world, to the whole creation. In other words, that because a person works hard at his work in an in an appropriate way, according to the way the Torah teaches to do it, but those are the pirush and that's the meaning of what the Gemara means as we'll explain more in detail further. Is this poil in mashpia in the bria as So when a person becomes a contributor that way. Through hard work, so then you be, the 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 world, the creation becomes appropriate. That's why a person. So in other words, a person creates, uh, contributes to the creation that it should be in a proper way. Therefore, he becomes a partner in the creation, not just in speech, not just in Torah, but the creation as a whole. Vav. But from this in itself, as the that the purpose of hard work is in order for a person to be able to become a partner with Hashem, the creation. From this alone we can understand, it's, from this itself we understand, that you can't reach the ultimate of partnership, partnering with Hashem through work alone but that he also has to have the quality of Amal Sicha why? because when becoming a partner with Hashem in creation is only when you become similar to Hashem when the is no 
So since Hashem is not only a contributor to to the creation which exists already, but rather He is the one that brought about the whole creation in, to begin with. It's not just that He is part of the creation. He is the one that brought about the entire creation. Is moving so it's understood as so that when a person wants to become a partner to that, when can he be called a partner? Is so when can it be called when it, when can he be similar to Hashem in the creation only if he becomes similar to Hashem in that he brings about something new and novel not just that he's part of what is already going on but that he has to be machadish he has to bring about a novel idea or element in creation and the father's amamalocha and therefore Hard work in in uh, just in work is not enough. Even though when you do your work in an appropriate way, according to Torah, you elevate the creation. It's true, but, but it's not enough. Because in the hard work. In physical work, that doesn't express the unique contribution of man to creation. Because an animal can also do hard work. And therefore, when a person contributes to the creation by working hard, he's doing something which is similar to what an animal can do too and therefore not outstanding, and therefore not really a partner to Hashem in creation. And then, when he's doing hard work, he's not doing, bringing about a, an elevation which is completely beyond creation. Something new and novel that is beyond what the creation is capable of, because the creation itself is capable of hard work. Uh, you know, elephants do hard work, but when the work, the hard work that you're putting in, is connected to hard work in speech, as the Malach on Ashboim Velt, is an anaifim vaseris in irdriktsich ois, the mailof and minamadaber, that when the hard work that he puts in, the toil that he puts in, is unique to the to man, which is able to the, the is able to speak, and is distinct. In that way, as you know, uh, speaking and so on. Then Moldvert in the Bria, Oivitan Achidish Atesis Ilui, Vasishechav in the Bria Mitzadatzma. Then something new and novel, which is beyond what the creation, the rest of creation is capable of on its own, is brought into creation. Far the Bria is Minamadaber Mitziyashaloi, something which is not able to be done by the creation before man came on the scene. So therefore, in order to become a truly a contributor, you have to do something like Hashem did, which is completely novel and new in creation, and that can only be done through what a human is unique and, and different than the rest of creation, so the contribution has to be through speech. But even that isn't a true partnership. Er hat, er hat 
because man doesn't have any doesn't have any part in the fact that he himself was created and certainly not, and also not from the fact that he is able to speak he did nothing in order to be created himself he did nothing in order to be able to speak but when a yid himself connects all of this whatever he's doing with Torah that the Torah is the Torah which is Hashem's Torah and Hashem and His Torah are one and the same so therefore the Torah is Hashem not just something of Hashem but it is Hashem it expresses Hashem Himself and when he learns this Torah which is connecting to Hashem and he does it with toil when you toil in something it becomes you own it it becomes yours it becomes like you own that Torah you uh, earned it and therefore you own it you have it so then you became a part of the creation because you're now connected to Torah which is connected to the creator and that's what you own because you worked hard at it so therefore you are like the creator and therefore brings together the creator and the creation Kaviyachal and therefore you become no different and similar to Hashem a partner to the creation in the same way that Hashem himself was the creator because you brought together the creator with the creation through your learning Torah working hard at Torah that's what made you similar to the creator and now when you have your influence on the creation it's the creator creating Zion, the beer to explain this in uh, from an inner perspective. In the Minyuf Namal Malacha and Amal Sicha, in regards to the idea of Amal Malacha and Amal Sicha, is quite good Murvai, the Friedgreb explains. As Amal Malacha means Shiyasa Malachte Bamuna, working, toiling and work means that a person a yid should do his work with faith. And Hashem, Sheyamim Ba Hashem, that you should believe in Hashem, Shu Azanamafanis, that He is the one that is able to give you what you need. He is the one that gives you the Parnasa. That Hashem will do it for you with a blessing. In other words, to have Betachan and Hashem that He will it will work for you. And what is Amal Sikha, the toil of speech? Is the saskus That means a person should be involved in davening, not just daven, but to be involved in davening. As we know that our sages tell us in the Gemara that sicha speech means to daven. So working be'amuna with faith means amamolacha. Work uh, davening properly with with uh, concentration and focus is amal sicha. The husband and the Yisaid is the Yisaid from the even the Montabir, and this explanation is the foundation of what we said before. As Amal Malacha is an inyavas is beerech to the Bria, that Amal Malacha, the work of of uh, wor- the hard toil of work, is something which is within creation. Amal Sicha is echav from the Bria, whereas Amal Sicha is something which transcends the creation, as we explained before 
in its literal sense, here we understand it with this faith that Hashem is the one that provides everything from that alone that doesn't allow you to rise to a level of godliness which transcends the world that whole kind of faith is within the context of creation because the very fact that you need work, you need to do something in order uh, in order to earn, in order for Hashem to provide. In dark yet, have you have to do this through the natural process? The fact that you have to do something natural in order to bring about the blessing of Hashem comes from the limitations of creation. On the far and therefore Hagam Zain Amamalocha is Durkinuma Mitamunabavaya. And although your hard work, your toil in your work is permeated by, by that faith in Hashem. Shuazarmafanas that it all really comes from Hashem. And you're well aware that it's not the job which brings you your blessing but it's Hashem who sends you your blessing and that the job is only because you need to do something in order to allow the bracha of Hashem to come you're well aware of that but still still this allows you to reach and to connect to a level of godliness which is connected to the world a part of Hashem which is involved in the creation of the world but not something transcendent of the world but when a yid davens and davens properly and works hard at it is in yana that idea is what prayer is compared to the to the ladder what the Torah says about the, in Vayetze about Yaakov's dream that the, the ladder was standing on the ground but the head of it the top of it reached into the heavens that's tefillah the fact that a person is able to rise up from the ground into the heavens until he can reach the heaven and the heaven represents that which is outside creation beyond creation so davening allows you to go from being within the context of creation to rise above it into the heavens and therefore and therefore when alongside toil and work is there is also toil in davening therefore you bring a new element a higher element into the creation something which is higher than what creation is on its own you've introduced something from outside creation into creation that's the meaning of the ladder is standing on the ground but its head reaches into the heaven that when a person davens he is not only raising himself up to reach beyond the heavens but also that you lift up the earthly matters the, the ladder is standing on the on the ground and you lift up those that ground that earthly matter also to reach into the heavens 
So the Bechina Vos is that the creation itself should be able to rise up to transcend creation itself. Ches, Hagam, Azamal, Sicha, Avedis, Atzfila, is Pael and Veltan, Ili, Vos Zechavan, the Bri of the davening allows you, brings about a an elevation in world which is beyond world itself. But this still doesn't allow for a truly novel something which is completely beyond creation. Because since davening is something which is called which means it's through the effort of man which you elevate the world into a higher level so therefore it's being done with your own abilities with your own talents with what you have to bring to the picture and since the human is by nature a limited being therefore anything that you could accomplish through your efforts is also limited in the end and therefore with your best efforts through your own abilities through davening which is a great thing and is able to lift up the world to a higher level but since it's you it comes from you as a person, you're limited, and therefore the elevation is also limited by your own parameters. And therefore, can never be called something completely entirely novel, because you're just limited yourself. When could you call something new and novel, something which is a completely new and something that transcends that which was there before and the fad is the and therefore the concluding the final word on the matter is from the Gemara that a person was created for the toil in Torah in other words till now we've seen that there is a good possibility that the purpose of creation is to bring the uh, lift up the world Hamal Sicha, which allows the world to transcend itself, is also a good thought. But in the end, it's all about Hamal Teire. Teire is Oich Viziz, because Teire, even as it comes down into the creation, into the world, is the Teresh it remains the Teire of Hashem. Beligvul, and it remains, it retains its level its as, of infinite. And since Torah is by nature higher, completely higher than creation, therefore Torah has the ability to in the That's why Torah has the ability to make a complete change into the very nature of world itself. Until the world itself can become something completely different than it was based on Torah, which is transcendent in a way that is infinite. But in order for you, for us to be able, through this toil and Torah, to lift up the world to a level which is completely beyond the creation, 
which is what we're calling a new, a something novel, a Matthias Chadasha, completely new existence. You can't just go directly to that level. First, you have to reach whatever the world itself is capable of doing. You have to reach perfection within that context. And then you can go beyond it. The Rebbe is the Seder, and therefore the order that the Gemara describes is You have to start with Amal Malacha. The Yasaskas in Yona Eilam in an Eifin Harotzi Abateira that you have to be working within the world, within the parameters of the world. Of course, the way the Torah instructs us to work in the world. Vazdurdem is a Mesakin Develt by which you correct, you fix, and elevate the worldly parameters. Zizolzainen an Tzir from Ktusha that the world itself should be in a should take on an image of Kedusha, the character of Kedusha. But it's not enough to do just that. Because the ultimate purpose is not for the world to remain in its own parameters, even with a holy character. But you have to add the next step of the Avaida. Which is a malsicha, milas and a velt, so abachin and a lakuz versus hecher from velt, to elevate the world to a level of godliness which is beyond the world. And you, of course, do this to the best of your ability of what you can manage as a human, which is limited, but you have to start with doing whatever you can do to get the world to a higher level. And that's accomplished through davening. And after this preparation, these two preparatory steps, then comes the perfection, the ultimate perfection, which is reached through Amal Teireh. The Amal Teireh has the ability, because Teireh is rooted in the essence of Hashem Himself, Therefore, it's able to to bring this completely new novel idea into creation. And it's only through this that we reach the ultimate purpose of the creation to make the world into a place which is in which Hashem can find comfort. That the lowly worlds become a completely new a whole new uh, dimension to it, in which Hashem can dwell, because it has risen to a level which completely transcends itself and is now able to receive Hashem. And the myth is moving, and for, through this we understand as dafke de in the seidef and aladrei sugi omol, and that it's only through the disorderly progression which comes through the three levels of toil. Which is Amal Malacha, it starts with the toil of work, Amal Sichad, and the toil of uh, davening. And Amal Taira, ultimately, to the toil of learning Taira, is Only all three of them explain what exactly is the meaning of the Pasuk, a person was created for the purpose of toil. Because it's only through all of these three levels of toil 
tut oiv der adam achidish v'maisa bereishis only through only through all three is he able to reach the completely novel rising above the creation which comes through the toil. And through that he becomes a true partner with Hashem in the creation. Similar to the Creator Himself, which does it all as a new thing, a novel thing, and not just uh, doing more of the same. And that is the purpose of creation. As we spoke earlier, in Avedis Adam in regards to the Aved of a person in, in general terms, as the Tachlus from Zaimbriya is, that the ultimate purpose of creation of man is to transform the world through Amal Taira. Which Taira, of course, is beyond creation. But in order to be able to accomplish this, you first have to go through the steps of Amal Malach and Amal Sicha. The same is true for Eretz Yisrael itself, which is the land of the country that, which is identified with the Yid. <coughs> Going back to the original question, Eretz Yisrael is free first Hashem gave Eretz Yisrael to these seven nations with the intent, with the purpose that as Eden zone that the Yidden should ultimately conquer it from them and transform it. From Eretz from the land of the seven nations, so Eretz Yisrael should become the land of the Jews, and Eretz Hakodesh, a holy land. A land was in ir is meir begolider oira teira, a country in which the uh, the light of teira illuminates it in a in an obvious way, in a manifest way. Was this hechav and velt, and that light of teira is higher than world. And this started the transformation from Eretz Agoyim to Eretz Yisrael started in the time of Ram was done. Which is what started Avram Avinu came about in the, the 2000, the two millennium of Torah. When Avram Avram started to illuminate the world. He began to illuminate the world with a, a godly light, which is transcendent of the world. His meditation started, as our sages tell us, that he uh, and this has to be done through effort because not, uh, if it's not through effort then you can't really accomplish anything so he had an effort to to observe and to contemplate the creation itself the world he looked at the world around him um, and then he began to look uh, he said that there is no you know it can't be that there is nobody that nobody is running this then he went beyond that. He said in Shemesh, he saw the the sun, because the sun is what provides. That's how the Hashem provides light for the plants and so on. And this is what brings Shefa to the world. And through all of this, he came to the conclusion that there must be somebody running this whole thing. So it started with Amal Malacha that he began to look around him and see that the world 
must exhibits the, that there is a God. Bisudem in Einaroich from the Balabayas and the Bira, and they came to a he also came to realize that the one who runs the world has to be completely beyond the world, transcendent of the world. And as I say, that it can be that that is what God is, that He creates the world. That can't be what defines Him. He has to be something way beyond that. That's only one small removed element from him that he creates the world. He is in essence much beyond transcendent of the world altogether. So that was the first, that was what the step that Avram Avinu reached. Yud kedei as the eretz alzayin aklid so eira teira from Avram and for the sechavim belt. In order that the world should be should be able to become a kli a receptacle to this Torah light which Avram came to which is transcendent to the world and that's and it's only through the light of Torah as we explained before that the world can escape its limitation and become a, true, a truly holy land a truly Jewish land First, it had to go through the step of Amalacha to come to recognize this from the world itself. And then Amalacha, as it goes to a higher level. It's because the people of the country that he saw, that he observed, that they were involved in improving the land, improving the world through their work on the uh, farming and so on since Dod given the Inyuf and Amamalach he saw that there was an ethic of work to transform and to elevate is given the Achana that was the proper preparation as Noch der Agdama from Bakoshes at Phyllis Avram Sicha that when the next step which Avram took it to the next step which was Amal Sicha because he prayed and expressed his wish to Hashem as that I would love that this should be I should be a part of this land. So that that's what led to the third step, which is that it should become a truly transcendent land and that it should be given to Avram and his children. That now the Yidden are able to transform the land into a country which truly transcends the creation and through Torah it escapes the limitations of creation altogether and it becomes a holy nation, a Jewish nation. Or a land. Jewish land, not a Jewish nation.